Welcome to the Principles of Success. My name is Nathan, and this is Season 1, Episode 14, 15, 15, 15. And today we are talking about what to do when life punches you in the mouth. Um, and first, just a little bit more on goals. I want to talk about Plan B, because it's kind of a combination of the... It's, it's a segue point of last week and this week. And there's a quote I like by... Um, Will Smith, and it is, Plan B only distracts from Plan A. Most successful people talk about how it's important that you put all of your effort into Plan A. Because if you're too busy making sure that you have a Plan B, Plan A is going to fail. Another great example is Tony Robbins likes talking about how um, the conquistadors conquered um, Central America. And it was that supposedly they burned the boats because then there was only one or two options. Either conquer the new world or die. And so when they were left with no other option, they were able to muster everything they had. They gave it all they had because they knew if they failed, they were going to die. So that's a great way to ensure that plan A is more likely to succeed. However... There is a cap there's two caveats with that. One, you can't just say that you're going to burn the boats and then lollygag about achieving your plan A. It's either when you set this kind of set when you have that kind of setup, it's either you're going to succeed or you're going to die trying. Um, and then the second caveat is sometimes a plan B is a nice way to relieve stress so that way when life's throwing all of its curved balls, you don't shut down from the stress of it all. Uh, and that's where plan B has a role. Um, however, make sure that your plan B doesn't interfere too much with your plan A. So a great example for my plan B for pretty much everything is getting a job in some sort of blue collar work. I have quite a few at this point that I can go into um, and Sorry, there was a bug. Um, where was I? But too often, people's plan B is what they're mainly working on. Like, for instance, a lot of people's plan B is what their major is in college. They're not even hoping to use the degree, and they're spending four years of their lives and thousands upon thousands and thousands upon dollars on this plan B. Whereas what I'm recommending for a safety net plan B is... Just making sure you have a basic skill that will pay basic wages to keep you alive if you screw up. Um, so, example for that is me doing maintenance. Uh, other great examples are all sorts of different technical degrees. A lot of them you can get within three months to six months um, with very minimal training. And that can always be a good plan B. It can also be a great plan A if that's what you want to do. And I have four or five different fields of that of plan B's that I can go into. So whenever something fails, I'm not worried because I know that I can recover from it. However, to go back to the part of plan B distracts from plan A, there's two quotes that I really like and one, two ancient quotes that I really like. And one is, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And the other is, if you chase two rabbits, you catch none. So first off, the two eggs, or don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Um, in terms of investing, 
great sound advice in terms of goals, not so much. If you're pulled all sorts of different directions, you're not going to achieve them. If you're making sure that you have safety nets in different categories, so that way if one safety net fails, then it's good. But, the ch but if you're trying to chase two goals or rabbits at the same time, you're going to go back and forth between the two of them and they're both going to get away. And that's basically what the difference is between those two quotes. They're both great quotes, but in for the eggs one, I view it as a safety net. And for the rabbits one, I, I view it as a pursuit one. They don't contradict each other. They're just talking about different aspects in life. And it's important to have safety nets because life's not fair. Life's mean. Life will throw some punches at you that you never expected. And they will... Life is full of suffering. There's, you can't duck the pain. If you try and hide from it, life is going to grab you by the collar and drag you out and beat you up. So expect trouble. Make sure that when that happens, you don't lose the hope. That's the real key. When life is not being too kind with you and everything seems to be going wrong, make sure to try and maintain that hope, maintain that long-term vision so that way you don't fall apart and think that today is what the rest of life is going to be like because if you have if you're thinking long term a if you're not thinking long term a bad day might mess you up a bad week will really screw you up and a bad month will virtually destroy you but if you're remembering that all of this doesn't matter in the long run because 90 percent of stuff that we do in life doesn't matter in the long run if you remember that and keep that hope that life will keep getting better as you keep working on yourself, keep growing, keep improving your lot in life, then you will be able to maintain that hope and keep striving forward through the tough times. I think I already talked about it a little bit, but uh, a quote I really like is you're either in a storm, headed through a storm, or in a storm, coming out of a storm, or heading to a storm. And bison and cows one one will run in the direction of the storm the other will run away from the storm when you run in the direction of the storm you get through it quicker when you actively try and improve your lot things are going to come at you that isn't fun and is going to be hard the cost of a great future is the present you're taking all the suffering in the future and compiling it in the present now and dealing with all of the discipline and the struggle and all of that. So that way in the future, you don't have to deal with it. Because um, you can either have short-term pleasure at the cost of happiness. Or you can have long-term happiness at the cost of short-term pleasure. Pleasure. That one's actually one of mine. And basically what that's meaning is you can do what's easy now and your future will be hard. Or you can do what's hard now and your future will be easy. So when you're striving to improve, it's going to seem like life is so much harder than it is when you're not trying to improve because you're taking all of that future struggle and doing it all right now instead of spreading it all over time. So when you overcome those struggles, life gets smoother and smoother as you go along. So just remember that, keep up the hope that even if it seems hard right now and if it seems like it's virtually impossible right now, if you keep going, it'll keep getting easier and easier and easier. Partly because you keep getting better and partly because you, you 
slowly gather more resources. And we'll learn from the hardship. Don't dwell on the past. We've talked about that already. Um, but as you're struggling through that, take what lessons you can, keep the vision, and keep moving forward. Like, and when you're planning your vision, when you're planning your goals and stuff like that, a great way to combat stress and stuff like that is figure out what the worst case scenario could be. If it's not that bad, good. If it is bad, work on finding ways to mitigate it. So I've had multiple projects where the worst case scenario came true. And, but because the worst case scenario is something I could deal with, I'm still fine. And in other circumstances where the worst case scenario might be something that will utterly screw you over, you might evaluate whether it's worth taking that risk or not. Because I don't know if I've talked, I don't know if I've talked about this already, but successful people take risks, but they don't view themselves as risk takers. They'll take micro risks to make sure that they keep improving and keep growing because you can't improve and grow improve and grow your business, relationships, all of that without taking risks. But they don't make risks that will screw them up. So if it's a risk that will screw you over, then either reevaluate whether the risk is worth the reward or take steps to mitigate that worst case scenario so that way when life eventually does hit you pretty hard, then you're not caught blinded, blindsided and spiral down into a nice pit of despair. But there's also things in life that you just can't plan for, and those are going to come at you. And when those do come at you, take steps to mitigate your stress. Figure out in ahead of time, how do you cope with stress? I'm still working on that, so I don't really have any advice for you. But if you figure out how to slowly mitigate that stress to cope with stressful situations, as unforeseen things come up, you're able to make sure that you're still able to function even if you're going through the midst of a super stressful situation. And when you are going through situations like that, just remember that they don't last forever. Remember, you're either in a storm or you're headed out of a storm. You're in the storm right now, you're headed on your way out. So it'll eventually end, this too shall pass. So just make sure that you keep working on it, keep growing, and I think I'm gonna end it here. I will see you all next week.